0: No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show.
1: Good evening, ladies and gents. Tonight, my guest is TV legend Jane Battler, who has starred in classic TV shows and miniseries such as the 80s version of Mission Impossible, Falcon Crest and the miniseries series V. You can follow Jane on Twitter at Jane Battler, or you can find her website at JaneBattler.com or Instagram at World. You can also find her on SoundCloud at Jane-Battler. That's B-A-D-L-E-R. Remember that you can uh, actually follow me on Instagram at WilliamPowell8796 facebook at william.t.pal and you can go to my sparkling new website kingofdcmedia.com and I want to thank Mr. Clint Morris of October Coast for helping set up this interview so I have to go ahead and call to the land down under Australia and see if I can bring her on the air one second folks we're going to make this work
0: the number you have dialed has not been recognized please try again
1: okay so we still have a problem here so what we're going to do i think we can what we can do is let's do it this way let us do it this way hopefully this will work folks Okay, we got a message here from Verizon. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we'll have to make this quick, folks, because this is uh, getting into some money here. But uh, we'll work. make it work. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hello, Jane. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you
0: hear me okay?
1: Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Can you hear me?
0: I certainly can. Fantastic. Where are you calling from, Washington?
1: Yeah, near Washington, D.C.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's just dive right in. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, I have a lot of material, but hopefully we can do it pretty quickly here. So one of the things I wanted to get into is uh, you've released uh, several songs over the years. Uh, so talk about singing. Is that your first love? And also talk about some of your favorite songs you've released.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I started singing when I was like five years old. And uh, I sang my whole life. And when I was 21, I went to New York as an actress. I also went as a singer. Um, I, didn't, I didn't do my own material. I, did, I was in a lot of cover bands. And, you know, when I was in the Miss America pageant, my talent was singing. And then, you know, I kind of stopped for a long time. And about maybe 10 years ago, I went back to singing again. I released three albums. Um, And I, I think my last...
1: Yeah, I think the 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 world needs uh, really needs that right now. Le needs a lot of love. So uh you have uh several projects in development this year. So one of the projects that intrigued me was uh Colorblind. So talk about your role in that. Yeah, you
0: know what? I can almost not even remember it. That sounds so strange, but I started two years ago. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really happy. I do a lot of, um, you know, a lot of local, a lot of local filmmakers here in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne, Australia. And often, you know, these um, you know, local filmmakers ask me to be part of these really arty R-E kind of independent films. And,
1: You know what, because do you find, I think that the the business has changed a lot over the years. Uh, Do you find yourself getting contacted uh, for work through social media?
0: Yes, almost all my work these days is through social media. It's like bizarre. Because, you know, it's very, very hard right now to get television work if you don't live in America because it's super competitive. You know, um, you know, a lot of people like Glenn Close, Lady Gaga, you know, they're all doing television now, you know? And, um, you know, unless you're kind of living and breathing it and spending all your time there, um, you know, you've got you got to be there. So um, a lot of people just contact me directly, especially for these films, these small, low-budget films, and uh, it's really fantastic because I do some really interesting projects that way.
1: Yeah, and what's what's the difference between sets in Australia and sets in the U.S.?
0: Oh, my God, what a question. They're still the opposite. They're so different. You know, like um, about eight years ago, I was asked to come back, not eight years ago, maybe it was six. I can't even remember now, you know, to do the new V. And um, I hadn't worked in American television like in 20, you know. I mean, I I'd worked here in American television, but I hadn't been back in America working. And, um, and, well, I couldn't believe how fabulous it was. You know, if it rains, there's an umbrella that goes up.
1: Sounds like it's very, very old school So I have three questions from Facebook Land Uh, Loyal listener, uh, Jim Burns He had three questions about V, so he says uh, How can the special effects of V be compared to The Star Wars movies of The times
0: I'm just trying to think about when the very first Star Wars movie was.
1: Do you know? Yeah, it was. Uh, the first one was '77. That's 41 years ago. And the last one of the original trilogy was '83. That's when when V came out in '83.
0: Wow. Look, I'm not an expert on that. I have to say. I mean, I I certainly can't remember those early Star Wars movies. But um, I would say that um, you yeah, know they all were pretty, pretty, pretty different. Now, do you know? I mean, we didn't have green screen then. We didn't have uh, you know, the most extraordinary anim- animation and um, caption motion, and not, none of that existed. I mean, basically, uh, when you look at the special effects from V, then, I guess that's part of its charm. People look at it and go, oh, my God, you know, it's so old-fashioned. But that's kind of like a history lesson, looking at that. Even when they had to, uh, you know, I had to eat the rat, you know, it could be, imagine now they do it. I mean, when I did the new series with Marina Baccarin, and she played my character, It was extraordinary watching her eat that big rat, you know, whereas for me, they had to make a dummy, and then then they had this fake dummy whose mouth opened, and, you know, at the time, it scared everyone, because no one had seen anything like it, but when you look at it now, you go, oh, my God, really, (laughs) you know, because we're all so sophisticated, we're very sophisticated now, so it was obviously, the the special effects were completely different, but I just don't remember those old Star Wars movies, so I can't say I'm an expert on those.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I've had Kenny C. Johnson on the show before. He was complaining about how expensive all those uh, those laser blasts were on the show. And speaking of Kenny C. Johnson, um, Jim Burns had another question. He said that your character Diana was a strong woman. Says, uh, was writer Kenny C. Johnson trying to promote women in leadership roles?
0: Show were like super strong. You know, I mean, there was, um, you know, the uh, the journalists, um, Jenny Sullivan and myself like, so. You know, at that time, I don't think, well, I think there were strong roles, but mostly soap operas. Were, those were the days of soap operas, you know, like um, Dynasty. Of course, look at the world then. I was, uh, people used to talk about me as if I was the Joan Collins in outer space. So, <laughs> yes, I think, no, I love, because of course he promoted strong roles, but I think all of science fiction promotes strong roles. I mean that's the whole thing why women. I mean I love science fiction because in those days, you know, it was uh, where all the fantastic roles were, like Galaxy Quest and what was the other one? Not Galaxy Quest. Um, you know, Galaxy something. You know, start, You know, Battle Galactica. You know, that was running at the same time as me, and um, they had fantastic strong roles. So, yeah, it was great to be part of
1: that. Yeah, and so Jim had another question. He said, uh, did the cast feel a sense of loss with the uh, the passing of uh, Dominique Dunn, who was supposed to be uh, playing uh, Robin?
0: Yeah, I know. That was terrible. I, You know, I came into the show a bit later, um, and uh, when I came into the show, I think it had happened a few weeks earlier, and they just recast it. And uh, I could feel that, I could feel the sense of that great loss uh, and sadness on the set. Um, and that was just an unbelievable tragedy, unbelievable tragedy. She was an amazing, you know, beautiful young actress. So I'm sure that uh, that definitely affected everyone.
1: So, yeah. And uh, <laughs> this is kind of a crazy question from uh, Mr. Burns, but uh, he wants your autograph. <laughs>
0: Well, sadly, I'm only in Australia, but, you know, maybe uh, I I wish I could give it to him right this second. But, um, you know, I don't know. You can send me a photo at my P.O. box, and that's P.O. box 43 in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm happy to sign anything. Do
1: you know? Oh, fantastic. And uh, speaking of that, uh, do you still go to cons?
0: I spend a lot of time in America but if I'm not there when they're going on it's a very far distance for me to travel you know Australia is like the other end of the, the earth yeah. and uh, you know it's like 26 hours to get to New York and 26 hours to get to Europe so um, often I'm, I'm not really um, you know available to do that but if I am on that side of the world I'm definitely open to it because they're fantastic to meet the fans and they're, they're a great thing I've just been asked to do something in Paris and uh,
1: we'll see. Hopefully that will work out. Okay. So uh, we're getting near the end here. but uh, So I want you to talk about your daily routine in show business. In show business or
0: just like
1: now? Well, I guess just now. I guess you can say just now. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I only start my day with exercise. That's like my thing. Um, you know, and, uh, I would, I would definitely uh, either do yoga or go for a walk. Um, I have a dog, i have a beautiful dog that I'm madly in love with, a little poodle. And, um, you know, so I like to start my day right. Cause if I don't, then I'm in a whole different mood. And, uh, you know, I usually have like a juice in the morning and then I have my coffee. I roll up my coffee. So that's definitely, and then every day is so different. Some days I'm I'm singing, I've got new music coming out, so I'll vocalize or I'll meet up with the uh, producer of my new stuff, or maybe I'll have an audition, or maybe I'll, you know, kind of do something like, um, you know, have lunch with a friend. I mean, I have like really cool days, you know. Um, They're always busy. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm helping two charities. One is... uh, for homeless youth, and one is for um, a beautiful theater school here. So sometimes I'm involved with that. And, uh, yeah, it's a very, very full, um, you know, life. So uh, hopefully that answers your question a bit. (laughs) 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 Uh,
1: Okay. What book or movie has inspired you?
0: Wow. So many movies inspire me. Um, You know, I am a big fan of – Steve Soddenberg, who did that, who's done a lot of crazy films, and one of them was an amazing film with Julianne Moore, who who inspires me tremendously as an actress, Julianne Moore. Um, And and also, you know, Tom Ford, who uh, is the clothes designer, uh, I find very inspiring, and his film, Single Man. And then he had a second film lately that uh, wasn't as, you know, people didn't laud it as much, but I'm trying to remember it was with Amy Adams. And I found that very inspiring as well. I think he's like I love films that have incredibly lush, um, you know, visuals, and uh, and that are a bit off center, uh, and that have uh, that are not mainstream. I don't tend to like in the film here, but I don't tend to love action films or simplistic plots. Um, You know, I tend to like things that are a little more complex and a little more deep.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good films out there, you know, uh, like Three Billboards outside of uh, Ebbing, Missouri, or some of those more serious yeah, dramas. Right. Yeah, those are good films.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like I like those kind of films. As, you know, right now, with Disobedience is up, and that's based on a book, and it's a fantastic new film that's out. And, uh, you know, I tend to go to the art house cinema um, more than I go to the mainstream. Everyone's I like another you know, fantastic comedy. I love to laugh. So, um, you know,
1: really great comedy is such a great thing, too, you know? Yeah, and then you mentioned earlier you, you do still do, do these little uh, uh, small indie films. Do they make you read, or do they just, like, are they, like, awed when you come in, or how does that work?
0: No, I never read for these small indie films, they just kind of ask me to do them, and you know, my name's attached to a couple of films in the States, and they really just need to raise the money, I mean, this a sci-fi film, with an Argentinian director, and I met with him in Keaton Hollywood, I met with him in L.A. about a month ago, and he's attached my name to that, and you know, people attach my name to these smaller films, and most of the time they don't get made, um, they don't find the money, and then, uh, you know, that's while they do, and that's fantastic. But, uh, you know, when I did Virtual Revolution in Paris a couple of years ago, um, the director just asked me to do it from Twitter, and then I met him on you know, Skype. And then I did a Spanish comedy, and, and she just um, asked me if I would do it. So normally if they're, if they're not bigger budgets, um, you know, I'm really lucky. Mostly people just kind of ask me to do these, these smaller films.
1: Mm. Uh, do you still train?
0: Do I still what, uh, train as an actor?
1: Acting, acting, yes.
0: Yes, I do, actually. I do. Um, you know, not, not as much, but, uh, you know, I teach an incredible master class in, uh, in auditioning. And uh, I just can't tell you how much I learned. Because auditioning is, uh, you know, a whole separate thing from yeah. anything else. It's not like, it's, it's, it's a particular kind of acting. It's not like the acting you do when you get the job. And uh, and this guy is just one of the best teachers I've ever had. He's so good that I just signed up for a four week course with him in another city, and I'm going to fly there once a week to, uh, to continue doing this with him. Oh. Because because I, I mean, yeah, I know, and the truth is, I just signed with uh, incredible managers in New York. They handle like amazing people like Sandra Bernhardt and uh, Leah Delaria from, um, you know, Orange is the New Black and Linda Carter, and they just signed me on as an actress, and so. I feel like, you know, I'm going to get some really great auditions and I just want to be kind of super prepared.
1: That's fantastic. Okay, last question. What's your personal motto? Uh,
0: my personal motto is never give up, you know, just keep, just keep going. You know, just keep going and uh, find the light, you know. But don't, 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 don't dig into the darkness, you know, look for the light.
1: I love it I love it Thank you James Thank you so much I've really enjoyed it
0: Thank you so much Yeah You have a good night wherever you know? are right. Day That's
1: yeah. right yeah. Good night for me and, okay. and good day That's to it. you <laughs> Okay Bye bye Thank
0: you very much Bye bye
1: yeah. Bye bye Alright folks Remember to do something For your career Every single day And break a leg Good night Under the dark you pacify
0: me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat of my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes a sound no one can find out